Kelly Eric's Hour of Enlightenment.
don't want to miss it. Pay attention and uh, you know, get um, get a pen and paper out because I'm going to give you her information before the end. Uh, all right, so what's up for the air? What do you have to say about Helena? Helena. Oh, sorry. Helena. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Have you pranked her yet? Have you punked her? Are you going to do what? Denise, oh. you go, you go, you go. Um, I'm sorry. What did, does Eric have anything to say to Helena? Yes. Well, you know, he says right now this is a very important topic uh, more than ever. And he says um, yeah. this is a real good time for Helena to come out and share all her wisdom and her knowledge and also her abilities that she um mm. Is getting ready to to jump into even more so, so he's like holding on like you're riding a roller coaster, you know, like you're holding on like you're waiting for it to take off, and that's what he says, Helena. He says because you have so many amazing abilities and your knowledge and your wisdom behind this, and he's he's anxious and he's he's ready for you to share this, and uh, he says a lot of people are going to get a lot of benefits today from the radio show from you, um, yeah. and, and then yeah. and then after. Yeah. It feels like a roller coaster ride. Whoa. Helena, I want to ask you because Denise pointed mm-hmm. out something that now, better, more than ever, have you seen mm-hmm. a great deal of increase in, you know, addiction? Um, oh, definitely. Since the lockdown? Definitely. All right. Well, um, I'm yeah. talk about that and yeah. everything. The floor is yours. Tell us yeah. your story first if you want. Um, sure. Um, I'll start off that the, when I was a child, I, um, a young child, um, I always had connection to spirit and, uh, I, I remember my bedroom being filled and talking with spirit and, um, wow. it wasn't accepted. Um, I, I grew up in Ireland and, uh, in a religious family. Oh, and uh, I learned very quickly to, you know, what not to say. Um, oh. I'm also a, a survivor of all forms of abuse. Um, and we immigrated to Canada when I was 13. So, um, pardon me? I'm sorry, the entire family? Or did you leave the abuse? Oh, yeah, my, my mom and dad and, and my two brothers and me. Okay, yes. oh, got it, got it. So we came to Canada, and um, I didn't want to come. Uh, I wanted to, I was, you know, I was 13. I was in high school, and no. it was just kind of like a bad age to come. And mm. uh, I I got into to drugs fairly young. Um, I'd say the softer drugs, like smoking weed and, you know, and then... Uh, it escalated and but then I had my children and had straightened up and um uh then I was in a bad car accident and I I have a metal rod down my arm I broke my back oh. in two places and I have plates and pins in my ankle so um I I got addicted to the the opiates um very heavily uh yeah and, that's and I got Doctors play a big part in the to be to blame for oh, a lot of this. As a doctor, I can not say not one of them, not one of them told me about the addiction to oh, these terrible. opiates. You know, oh, that, they, you know, 
the expected patient, well, I guess he probably he or she wants what they you know, wants their money's worth, so I have to write the prescription. It's that kind of thing. Otherwise, yes, they come definitely. Yeah, a lot of it's sad, and it's awful. I, I had to deal with that a lot as a doctor. I, I had to say, yeah. no, 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 all the time. And one was Good a dear friend, of mine, dear friend of mine who went to medical school with me. She was my roommate. She went mm-hmm. to dermatology, and she called me saying she got into a uh, a, a car accident uh, during an emergency dermatology consult. Okay. So she came in to see me in my office and she, they, they had amputated her arm. All right. Oh, and then, man. then she had a breast amputated and it was all oh. clear to me that these were because she was shooting up and she lost her arm to that. And she was a beautiful girl. It's so sweet. So, yeah. you know, so smart too. So, you guys should not have this mindset of who is a, can be addicted or not. Anyway, eventually she was found dead next to her two-year-old of an overdose. And, um, and I, 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 uh, I refuse to give her anything. I know so like, many stories like yeah. that, Elisa. It just oh, breaks no, my God. heart, oh, you know. No. I work towards the day when the addict can be treated with the same compassion and empathy as a cancer patient. Um, A cancer patient has love, support, everything around them, and an addict will Mm -hmm. die in in an alleyway. Or beside, I had one of my friends that his wife had OD'd, and after two days she was found, and her little boy, I don't even know if he was two at the time, but he had been trying to, to feed her crackers and peanut butter. And that's oh what was on her lips. He was trying to feed his mom. Um, oh. it, it's just horrific, right? Um, oh. uh, All right, so you're, how did you, did, what happened? So you got hooked to these painkillers. No thanks yeah. to the doctors. What happened ended up, um, ended up uh, oh. we owned our uh, a house, three acres. We owned our own transport truck. Oh, I can't hear you now. The volume's super low. Uh, the volume's super low all of a sudden. No. Oh, it's really low. Did you back away from the um, from the mic? Still low. Take it off. Take it off speaker and see if it comes back. Can you hear me now? There yeah. we go. Good. Okay, Excellent. I took it off speaker. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so um, we're, I was on the street for quite a few years. Um, oh. I was down to like 80 pounds. Um, I had to pull back from my children. I couldn't have them watch me self-destruct. And uh, it just, um, oh, it, it took the toll, but... Um, after, well, I got to the point, Elisa, where it was, I had planned my suicide. It was, I was going to get a fentanyl patch and I was going to get it over with quickly because I couldn't stand the pain. And it was either that or something had to change. And thank God with a lot of support. And, um, we all have a little pilot light inside of us that stays lit. All of us, I believe. And, oh, uh, I love that analogy. Just, 
mm-hmm. started um, started lighting up. But I had a lot of support. Um, the right supports were there at the right time, and that's pretty much critical. And that's where a lot of the lack lacking is in um, yeah. in that you know. Um, but it, I so I I got clean. Um, I went through a certain um, treatment. Like there's lots of different treatments out there, um, and that's when I met Michelle. And um, this was before Eric, before her cancer. Um, so we've kind of been together on this journey. And uh, I would always say to Michelle, like, do you think I can do this? Because I was getting stuff, but I just didn't believe in it, you know. So yeah. one day I was out walking my dog, and it was the end of October, beginning of November. And I was talking with Eric. And... Um, well, how did That's you know about, about him? What's that? I'm sorry. How did you know about him, Helena? Well, through Michelle. And then um, I had oh. read the book. Oh, but okay. Right? Okay. Right. So, you know, she had the that was kind of like Michelle's too. awakening. Yeah. I got it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I had always doubted this, like, like I, I just, I wanted to, to believe it, but um, when you come out of active addiction, you've got so much self-doubt, so much, like, I didn't even feel really human, you know? Um, I think, like, well, society Michelle doesn't was, help. Society makes that? you self Society doesn't oh, help. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. On addicts. They, they, yeah. So you develop this loathing that makes it very difficult to get the out loathing of and the shame, you yes, know. And they make society. I don't yeah. think they make you feel shame, but they sure don't make it easy for you to look at yourself in a positive light as a person like a diabetic. Oh, they look at it like it's Nobody's a choice, Elisa. You know, they yeah. people oh. look at you like that was a choice you made. And it, it was not a choice I made. Nobody would choose that life. Believe me, if it was a choice, no. who would choose that, you know? No. Um, how many people say, how many smokers say, I'm so glad I started smoking when I was 14? None. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. That's so, all about self-medicating um, for pain, self-medicating for pain, yeah. period. Well, and what I realized. Yeah, you're a life I realized. You had to go through this. So that you could do what you're yeah. doing now. I'm sorry, go ahead. Right. No, no, what I realized was that drugs were not my problem. They were my solution. Mm. I, I couldn't take oh. any more uh, mentally, emotionally, and so I used drugs to escape all that. And it's great while it's an escape, but it, it, it never ends that way. Then you're, you know, you're before you know it, before you have any idea, every organ in your body is dependent on that drug. And you would literally, I went to lows that I never thought I would go to, you know, for the, for the drugs. God, I wish I was there to hug you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. But uh, I mean, I, I am, it is a success story. I lost a lot of girls on the street. Um, I had a, a lot of um, survivor's guilt. Actually, that's why I coined you Mama Bear to Michelle a few years ago because there was a detective that worked with um, 
addicts and women and she was she didn't have any children of her own but but boy did she fight for us you know like she was my biggest support and would would not allow anybody like she knew she understood you know Mm -hmm. the addiction um so when I went met Michelle um we were both like like I mean, I, I wasn't to the point where I was fully letting people in. I had that wall up. And uh, Michelle and I just, it started, you know, just a ride. Oh, I'll, get, I'll drop you off somewhere after our appointment or whatever for mm-hmm. treatment. And then we started, like, talking and talking. And um, and before you know it, like, eight, eight years have gone by, and we've met every Tuesday, <laughs> Um, wow. So, like, like she she really did bring Eric um, into my conscious awareness. Now, Eric has told me that he was with me a lot longer than what I what I was conscious of. But I remember that day walking the dog, talking to Eric about you know becoming a, him becoming an archangel, and um, and I, like, is it really you, Eric? And I walked around the corner, and by the garbage dumpster, there was a Christmas card from the year before. Um, and it was written and stuff, but the front of the card was, um, angels and trumpets and glitter. And I just burst out laughing. Like that was just like Eric, you know? So I kept that card. It has to be next to a garbage dumpster. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, for Eric, (laughs) right? I'll tell you what's important. Let me tell you why that's important. Because there is a story about garbage dumpsters that he is hooking onto with that. Because, um, wow. you know, I, I go to these parties, uh, company parties with my husband's company, uh, and he goes, well, what do you do? Well, I'm a doctor. Oh, what do you practice? Well, I don't practice anymore. Well, what do you do now? It's like, oh, shit. No, God, no, thank you. And I say, and then one lady said, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're bringing that up. <laughs> because last night I saw two angels by my garbage dumpster. Okay, so that's it. Oh my God, that's amazing. Well, he's, he's pulling on that. He's pulling on that. Maybe I don't know. That's amazing to hear that. Yeah. And then, well, then on a couple of other different occasions, I I found these like you know kids stickers, the alphabet, but it was a capital. First one was a small purple one, mm-hmm. and then months after that, there was a big gold sparkly yellow capital E, like just lying on the sidewalk as I'm walking by. You know. Yeah. Um, and I've kept all of this, like, you know, um, the white feather, um, you know, just, just different things. But when Eric and I really connected was, um, my, my youngest brother died, not my youngest brother, my little brother, the middle brother died a year and a half ago, um, almost two years ago now. And I had known like Eric had told me three months before he died that he wasn't going to make it. And I knew I could tell Michelle, but she, like, I couldn't tell my family or anything because the doctors Mm -hmm. were still giving hope and uh, a lot of false hope there. But I knew that he wasn't going Mm -hmm. to make it. And I knew that the time, the last time we dropped him off at the hospital, that he wouldn't be going home. My, my mom Mm -hmm. had taken care of him for quite a few years. Mm So, um, I asked Eric to uh, to cross him over, and I mean, in, in his ICU room, like 
Eric was there, um, family was there, archangels were there. I mean, mm. and my brother and I, while, you know, he was still awake, and we knew that, you know, he was going to be die on that day. Mm. Um, there was such a spiritual, intimate connection between me and my brother that I knew yeah. that he knew. And he had always made fun of me for my spiritual stuff. Like, he had always called me Madam Voodoo. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, just joking yeah, around. In a weary way? What's that? No, no, in a joking way. In a joking way. You know, right. like, you're Madam Voodoo kind of thing. You know, like, he, yeah. he took it with a, you know, grain of salt or whatever, right? Um, right. But he, I mean... I, I was right on the things that he was calling me Madam Voodoo about, so it was kind of like, you know, okay, right? He's uh, yeah. he's acknowledging it at the same time. So after he passed, and I got to say, like, the support that I had from Spirit, um, I don't know how I got through that. I'm an empath. I was with my parents, and my youngest brother had flown back from Ireland, to, you know, to see him. And the grief and the pain and the, like, you know, you you know it better than anybody, you know. Um, yeah. A piece yeah. of you dies with them, you know, and yeah. it's a void. And it's, although I had my beliefs, which gave me some comfort, but it's still the, the loss, you know. Yeah. But within, so you got, within you got it was less than a... Back? I'm sorry, so you got that? your ability back, huh? So you got your oh yeah back. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, very much so okay. by this time because I was asking Eric and mm. like talking to Eric about it, and Eric was telling me like I knew when things were going to happen and you know what was going to happen. Um, mm. But less than a week after he um, died, um, that's not the word I want to use. Um, I get in trouble with that one. I can tell. Yeah, I don't like that transition, word. Transition. transition. Thank you. That's the word. Um, he came to me, and the first thing he said to me, and he was like my brother's sense of humor. That's what he's known for. You know, he was you know, just hilarious. All our lives kept us laughing. But he came to me, and he said, well, I'm Mr. Voodoo now. And I just burst out laughing. Like, I, I'm sitting out in the, the garden with my family there. My son's sitting with me and that. And I just burst out laughing. Um, it was such a, just such a comfort, you know. And then maybe, oh, I don't know, a couple of weeks after that, um, there was a, a little robin bird in the backyard, and my parents' backyard. I was over visiting, and he'd heard of the wing. And I said to my mom, get a box and I'll take him home and see if, you know, I can nurse his way. I've got this just, I, I love birds. Um, so my mom went in and told my dad to go get a box. And my dad was getting a box and my mom's going over. And then my dad just took this little towel and got him in the garage. And we figured, okay, he'll be safe in there. And my dad drove me home. And when while my dad was driving me home, the bird had died in my mom's hands. And uh, I knew that this was a message from my brother. Like I said to my mom, that was you, me, and dad who had all taken care of him, you know. And he's just letting us know that no matter what we did, this was going to happen, you know. Um, Because you feel so much guilt too, right, you know. Um, 
So it's just been, um, oh, I, like I'd gone back to college, um, started working for a mental health association, you know, um, and I used so much of my spirituality in the way that I was dealing with my clients and, you know, um, just trying to give them, like I, I think I was the first person in the place that started hugging and because of my own experience, I would tell the other workers, like, that might be the only physical contact that they get is that hug, you know, um, like they're treated so, they're looked down upon so much, you know, and there's just a lot of, um, like, I, I had a lot of survivor's guilt in the beginning because so many of my friends had OD'd or, you know, um, infections, a lot of infections. Um, how, do you, just, how, do you just, approach hmm? that, how do you approach as a mental health expert, I'm talk, so we're talking about that. Now, I will say that I've learned a lot about, um, well, I don't, still don't know that much about addiction, especially opiates. The opioid crisis is so right. awful. And I think that psychiatrists, they concentrate on serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, blah, blah, okay? They don't concentrate on endorphins. Because they're very well, difficult. It's not in, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. It's not yeah. impossible to measure. And there's a lot of people who are, have opiate addictions that are endorphin deficiency, deficient. And this can actually be an acquired deficiency, either an actual deficiency in endorphins or um, an acquired damage to the endorphin receptors. And endorphin receptors are on every single freaking cell in the body, except for maybe RBC. Which is not really a good cell. And, and so, and, and I am a big proponent of something called low dose naltrexone, LDN. Mm-hmm. For, um, of course, you can precipitate with all, so you have to start with ultra low dose. But I'll tell you a story. Mm-hmm. One of my no, but I was just going to no, tell no, you that. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because that's it. No, forget in the stream, so I, I keep it going. Um, after Eric died, he went low, really bad. He mm-hmm. got into opiates. It was just awful. Mm-hmm. So I put on LDN, and three years later, he walked down the stairs and said, Mom, I feel normal for the first time in life. And that changed mm-hmm. everything. Because it's so low dose that it disappears from your bloodstream so quickly that you, your body responds by tripping the endorphin release in the body. And endorphins are so important, not not only for opiate addiction, but also for anything that involves pathological inflammation, which is the root of every disease. So that's why people think it can't work. How can it help so many things? Crohn's disease, multiple cancer, all that stuff, because it it normalizes the immune system. It doesn't suppress it. I have people who have clonalized, who are on massive doses of steroids, blah, 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 blah. But now we're only that. And it's like $36 a month. And it's so safe. It's called, it's nickname is the why not drug. Like, why not try? So I have spent so much time sending please to the CDC, to this, that, politics, one answer to the old right. right? But, you know. Right. I think the problem, like, I, and I just wanted to tell you that the first psychiatrist that I saw, 
was within a month of getting clean, and he wanted yeah. to diagnose me bipolar. Um, oh yeah. Oh, paranoid schizophrenic. Oh. Um, and I, I like, thank goodness I had the piece, like the wits about me at the time to say, look, I've just come off of years of heavy drugs here. Yeah. Don't me anything until like my brain gets some kind of settling, you know, exactly. like, I mean, it, it's the first thing that, that, you know, when you're talking about cost and stuff, it's mm-hmm. almost like, you know, um, they don't want a true solution. They want band-aids, oh, they want but they don't it's want easy. true solutions, you know, because you it's such sick. a money marketing. Yeah, you stay sick and manage them. Big Pharma does not want LD to get out there to the public because can't make right. any profit on it. So, but you're right. They're all DSM things, you know, diagnosing, diagnosing. And there are a lot of people yeah. who have come with Landis Scalar, you know, my, my new passion. I'll say company. Yep. So, you know, and I love that. I've had, you know, mental illness. And it's mm-hmm. all negative. Not all of them. That's not the usual. And I've got rid of Eric. And the divine being gets rid of the negative entities that open portals, all that stuff. And they say they're completely normal. It's so weird. It's crazy. There's so many people out there that are diagnosed well, schizophrenia and voices, but they're channeling. I mean, it's just crazy. I've had my own experience with that, too, Elisa, and I had said to Michelle recently, she's one of maybe three, four people at the most that know about that entity, and it was with me from I was 15 to probably into my 30s. Um, It was terrifying, and uh, in the end, I actually seen it. I seen the reps, like I seen the scales, and yeah, back then, who do you go to, you know? Um, I know. My partner at the time, I wanted to tell my doctor because I was questioning my mind, you know? And he, my doctor had been a religious person, and my oh, partner gosh. said to me, don't tell the doctor that because he'll put you in a locked ward. But when I did tell my doctor exactly what happened, the feeling of, like, wanting to be, he was, it was wanting to rape me and it was like pulling my knees apart. And that's when I seen the scales. And, uh, when I was, when I finished telling my family doctor this, um, he said that I had told him almost word for word what his sister-in-law had been through. Wow. And he had given me a card of two Christian exorcists. So when you did the scaler and I said to Michelle, if I had have had, somewhere to go back then somebody to believe that this was yeah. an entity coming at me it was a tax you know um i don't know if that had something to do with the drug use or you know like it was oh, just it was it, evil it you know you what know? i think i think all the abuse you had blew open portals in your energy body and closed the good yeah. portals in conscious uh, i mean abundance and streams of consciousness creativity all that and so right. through those open portals, in out flows the negative entities, and they had many of them are just around your energy body, a lot attached to your energy, and they feed right. off of misery. And so they want you to be addicted. They're going to encourage that. Right. They don't want to kill you. They want you alive so they can sponge off your misery. And so it's just awful. Right. 
I know I've been. Well, I had told Michelle I definitely want to do some scalar work with you because it's something that feels right in my heart. You know, like this is, you know, um, how do I put it? Like it's a true solution. You know, it's not just all this, um, okay, well, we'll give you a pill and knock you out or we'll we'll make you docile and, you know. I'm just, I'm just floored by how well it works. Now, opening the good portals, closing the bad portals, getting rid of the negative entities. If you, if a person has a mental illness that is by spiritual contract, then it's not going to work unless we can revoke those contracts. And most of the time we can. People come in yeah. with contracts to ha- be bipolar, to have schizophrenia, to, to whatever. And so you have to revoke those contracts. So we, we screen first. It's very yeah. to do the portal work. Otherwise, well, as we soon as Michelle had told me about it. And, and make it worse. You know, I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. gotta, you gotta. Well, I'm so glad that you're doing this. That people have somewhere to go to. Like, I, I couldn't tell anybody this back, like, back, yeah. you know, back then, and I didn't feel like I had any protection either. You know, I felt like yeah. um, oh, no. it, it was just, but, you know, just yeah. um, yeah. So that was that's part of my story too. Was that yeah? Well, I, 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 we're we probably need to do impasse protection on there's something called the trifecta that makes portal work work better because you know you, you want the success to be 100%. And the trifecta yeah. is clearing all energy blocks that have accumulated from all the trauma, especially light workers, earth angels get. Number one, number right. two, impasse protection, covering you, protecting your energy so these negative entities can't get to you. And, and right. then also spiritual contract revocation. I had this one lady today that I did. It was crazy. Wow. For, for. Yeah. Anyway, I do have some exciting news along these lines. I uh, Eric said created a frequency set, which is quite long, <laughs> for, I'll tell you the name of this new service that I'm not, not for sale. I can't do it. I can't sell it to people. I can't offer it. I don't like the word sell. I can't offer it until I know it works. And so I'm trying it out on a lot of people first. Volunteers, guinea pigs. And it's called Relief from Addiction to Addictive Substances and Behavior. And let me me tell you the intent script that he has written out for me, word for word. It's with great love and respect Uh and gratitude. Call upon the divine team to immediately, firmly, absolutely, entirely, utterly, completely. Off. They love their adverbs. Hold on, it's short. Well, not really. Awesomely, holy, and fully relieve so and so from psychological and physical signs and symptoms of addiction to and withdrawal from all addictive substances and behaviors and have all urges for or thoughts about any addictive substance or behavior evoke an unpleasant somatic or emotional reaction. Addictive substances mm. include, but are not limited to, tobacco, alcohol, opiates, methamphetamines, cocaine, inhalants, hallucinogens, etc. Addictive behaviors include, but are not limited to, sex, gambling, food, force, eating, self-harm, body alteration through plastic surgery or dental surgery, tattoos, piercings, etc. 
Now listen to this. This is pretty cool. Uh, it's with great love, respect, and gratitude that I call upon Archangel Michael and his entire dominion to immediately blah, 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 the same adverbs, revoke all spiritual contracts that deny such so-and-so, relief from psychological and physical signs of, and symptoms of addiction to and withdrawal from all addictive substances and behaviors. And this is really important. I just added yeah. my yeah. Here we go. It's with great love, respect, and gratitude that I call them blah, 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 to uh, make sure that this relief from addiction to addictive substances and behavior energy work never degrades, reverses, regresses, or diminishes regardless of internal or external factors, situations, or experiences. And the last is divine team, blah, 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 the adverbs. And then um, make sure that all of the aforementioned transcends all lifetimes, dimensions, universes, planetary systems, and source systems, and will last from now and for all eternity. Wow. The only thing is we have to pre-screen to make sure there's no irrevocable contracts. I'm not going to do it if there's, it, it won't help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it really takes nine days minimum, he says, to start working and 14 days maximum. And you have to repeat it every three years for a while. You know, four times a year, unfortunately, at least for a while. But, you know, it's cheaper than heroin, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not a Band-Aid. It's, it's an actual solution, right? For, oh. for all eternity. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. All right. Uh, what else would you like to share? Um, first of all, share what you have to offer people, and then we can take callers if you want, or you can talk the whole time. It's fine. No, no. And I, I, uh, I like the caller, the caller part. Um, what do I like? What do I have to offer? Um, just like the. the intuitive mediumship um mm. the experience um i connect with spirit uh like the guidance you know um received see and compassion um and and yeah, i'm an empath um oh, yeah. and i know that yeah. what well, you know even mm. being a young child I knew that this world was the opposite. I knew I wasn't from here. Uh, my body always mm. felt cumbersome. Um, and I just felt that things were the opposite. So when you're that, so much of an empath, everything hits you and all, like all those traumas, mm. you know. Um, Denise, is she how, an, earth, an earth angel? She sounds like an earth angel. Doesn't really feel like she belongs. Feels lonely. Uh, some a, a lot of times, even when she's surrounded by friends and family or whatever. Uh, Definitely. One of the eight thousand seven hundred forty-three people on this earth that are Earth angels. Denise? Eric says. Eric says. Um, you know, you can equate her to that, but you know, I, Eric says she's here as a healer. You know, she's here Whoa. as a healer and. Um, that's why she went through everything she went through because a healer can't, a healer has to have that type of energy within them. Yeah. More or less to be a healer. Um, and he says, you know, she's definitely a healer. Um, um, he, well, what kind of healing do you offer? I'd like to know that. 
if, if people were to go to, and your Facebook um, page is Tides of Trust. Yeah, um, or they can or they can personal message me on Messenger, Helena Alexander. Okay. You know, I this is me just um, getting on that roller coaster, <laughs> so putting oh, my, just, like putting myself out there. But I've been doing this for years and doing it for years with Michelle, other clients. You know, yeah. um, do you have a specific healing technique? Um, I do do Reiki. Um, okay. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, it does have to do with energy, and and I energy. can do that. Yeah. yeah, I can do that distance as well. Um, That's awesome. It's uh, it, it, um, love and self-love. What I what I believe that we're here for is to, um to bring us ourselves back to self-love, you know, yeah. acceptance, self-love, and then give that love back. Yeah. And it took a long, long time oh my God. for me to, oh. to be able to even, like, think that I liked myself, let alone loved myself, you know. Oh, it's a, it's and now shocking. that I know. The shock mm-hmm. given what you've been through with the negative entities and stuff, that you actually got there. I mean, that's so Not yet. <laughs> God, yeah. uh, Eric says we are here to for two. Well, he is at least two things. We are here to remember how to love, and of course that's yeah. ourselves. Love. But we yeah. are also here to remember that. that we that we are love. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. So what do you what do you prefer to do, the mediumship or the healing, or the Both. time? <laughs> oh, okay, I need to go say that. Yeah. All right, Eric, <laughs> do you want to go ahead and start? Uh, Taking callers and uh, Helena and Denise and Michelle. Absolutely. Uh, you are ready. We're ready to rock and roll. Thank you, Helena, for being so honest and having the courage to, to share yeah. what all of us need to hear because there's so many of us on that same journey. Mm-hmm. So important. That was awesome. Yeah. Hi there, yeah. 651 Area Code. What's up? Hi, this is Christiana. Hi, Christiana. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Um, do I just ask a question, or how does you this do work? You do whatever you want, darling. Anything you want. Okay, I was just hoping for, like, a reading, a mini reading. So you want to ask Eric what you need to hear, maybe? The, the, yeah. A mess- I mean, we can't do a whole mini reading. I, don't, I really don't know what that is. But, Eric, what does Christiana need to hear? What's your um, uh, la- the initial of your last name, the first initial? L. L, okay. Chris- okay, Christiana L. What do you think, Eric? You know, Eric says, first of all, she has something, Christiana, you have to, and I know someone else with your name, and so when you were asked to give your initial, I was like, please don't let it be G, because then I'm like, I know <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I was really glad to hear L. And Eric says, um, but he, as I say that now, Eric says it's not a coincidence that she has the letter L because he says that is so tied into what our whole talk has been about, and that's love. And Eric yes. is saying the thing that you need to know, he says, is that you are love. 
So I don't know if you're looking for love or wishing you had love. And when I say looking for love, I don't mean like you're out hunting around for a boyfriend or a wife or whatever. Just needing that yummy energy. Eric says, look within you because you have a bunch of it in you. You have a bunch. So I just want to do that. Can you give her one practical piece of advice? He's telling me he, for her to find something positive about herself each day, about herself. Not what she does for other people, but about herself. Like she has, he says you have the cutest toes, by the way. So I don't, I'm, I don't, I've never seen your toes. But he says, acknowledge, you know, that you've got cute toes. And, um, <laughs> and he says, you know, and acknowledge, you know, how wonderful and how, your hands are he's and so evidently you must do something with your hands or there's you must give something with your hands or do something with your hands something because he's saying i get acrylic i get gel nails and then i can get my toes done okay yeah so this is this is what he's saying to to love find like look at those and just really appreciate the beauty in them and and just what it is that you're doing for you. And he says, and find something about you every day that you really love. And from there, the universe is going to open up and start showing you even more because when you do that, you open the doors. It's, he yeah. says, this is really about love. So when you say you're just Christian L that stands for love is what he's showing me. Wow. All right, that's I, awesome. Can I add to that a little bit or like yes. just what I got? I'm going to go get the package that's being delivered. Y'all talk. I'll be right back because I don't want the dogs okay. to call me. <laughs> Christiana, I just got that um, that you you give out a lot of love and um, everything to trust and know that everything is as it should be um, and that that self-acceptance um that loving yourself, like just look, even look in the mirror every day and tell yourself that you're a good person or say, I love you. It, it's it's hard to mm-hmm. do in the beginning, but um, it, 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 when you do it every day, it becomes like it sinks in. It becomes, you know, um, so just, yeah, just that everything, know that everything is, is as it should be. You are supported and loved very much and just turn some of that outward love in. Oh. Okay, and, you know, I gotta you. I gotta tell you, Christina, just just to say to you, um, Eric, when Denise was talking about your hands, Eric showed me your fingers and your nails. And <laughs> they are so pretty. Like you've got these long, pretty fingers and he just kept flashing them to me. So when you said acrylic nails, I'm like, Oh, Eric, <laughs> you like those hands. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, obviously he doesn't think so because they're beautiful. <laughs> He's saying they're beautiful, and and he just and he just adds to to um to trust yourself. So trust yeah, yeah, you really trust. You're getting these little nudges from spirit as well, and you may not fully mm-hmm. trust her. You're just looking for some validation in it because I'm getting that there's a lot of spiritual strength coming in for you. Yeah. So absolutely trust that. Yeah. All right. Supported awesome. very much. Sorry, I had to check yeah. with my husband too. He's, you know, got that 
traumatic brain injury, so he's slowly recuperating. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll get the next caller. If that's okay with you guys. Thank yeah, you, Christina. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Christiana. Hey, like, what does that do? All right, three one five area code. Hey there, what's up? Who's that? Who's there? Hello. Anybody home? Three one five area code. Okay, we'll go back to him or her later. Okay, got somebody from the nine two five area code. Hi there, how you doing? Nine two five. What's up? Hi. There you are. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, I was wondering what was in my future. Um, what's your first name? Son, Sorry, what's your first name? Linda. Linda, and where are you calling from, sweetie? California. All right. Hey. Help Oh, one of the few lenders in California, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the, the only special one. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I just want to make sure that the media were able to hone in and, okay. and all three of them. Okay. Just wondering, my 42-year-old son died in 2017. Mm. My youngest sister died June of last year. And oh. my husband just died January 2nd. Oh, my this God. Year. No. Um, I mean, do I even have a future here? <laughs> oh, gosh. Why? Why so much loss? Yep. And after my son died, I no longer have any communication with any one of my four granddaughters. Well, first of all, why is that? Did they blame you for um, it? it? It was the wife, my, um, yeah, my uh, ex-in-law. Yeah, and mm. I had to go to court to see if I could see those kids because we were only 45 minutes away. We were active yeah. and everything. And um, the the judge said, no, I, I guess I wasn't a necessity, so... That's going to change, Linda. That's going to yeah. change. And and that's going to change. I don't know how old the oldest one is now, but that's going to change. And okay, can, can I interrupt? Uh-huh. One radio show, I had the exact uh, thing happen. And I told this with Eric's help. He, I think I channeled it. I don't know. Do. I said, you know what? You need to call again and say, um, I just want you to know that I'm here if you ever need me for those kids. I love them. If you ever need me, I'm there. If you want to, them to have a grandmother in their life, I'm there. But if you don't, that's fine. I mean, I, 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 and this, this girl started, the, the mother started crying. Oh my God, yes, I need her. And they've been just best friends ever since. But, you know, every story is different. Go ahead, Denise. Yeah. No, I just get that that's going to come to an end, you know, that that, that you are going to have contact. So do you have a future? Um, absolutely. And and it's going to, you know, it's not going to make the past all better, but no. it's going to make the present wonderful. 
And, okay, and what is that future? What, Michelle, what do well, you see for? And, and, I, I see a relationship with her. With her. I see a okay. relationship with her grandkids. Well, mm. with two of them, I see. Okay. Um, is, is there somebody that she should talk to the, the, of the three who have uh, transitioned that could help her? Uh, that we can bring forward? That Eric can bring forward? Is, who passed with a heart attack? Is that your husband? No, my son. Yeah, died son. With a heart okay. attack. Yeah, forty-two. Okay, so that's why. Yeah, because he's the one that's coming forward and and saying to speak your truth, to speak up. Because Elisa, you said that for a reason. You just brought right. that up for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. and, and to to not be afraid to express how you feel, your love, and that you're there. Because you're holding a lot inside, your throat chakra is constricted, mm-hmm. and it's, it's holding all those feelings inside. And you know, there's no human explanation for what you've been through. There's no oh. good explanation humanly. Oh, but on a spiritual level, know that there are there are reasons why you've gone down this path to be able to really reach deep inside yourself and to be able to create within you to keep going forward because there is more for you to share because I keep hearing speaking your truth and that that's going to come out in more than one way. But your son is definitely with you. And I'm not getting your husband speaking. Did your husband have cancer? Yes, he did. Okay. Because I can feel him with your son. Um, it's like he's recuperating and uh, enjoying just being okay, being well, and that all is well. And they want you to know that all is well. So even though they're not physically with you, they are so with you. They are right beside you. <laughs> you know, so I really feel, just know. I feel like I feel like this woman, you, are have a special place in humanity. You know, what do you think about Eric, her getting a consult with Master Angel Eric on Atlanta Scalera? I'm wondering if we can help, uh, like maybe portal work on, on, on the, the, the da- ex-daughter-in-law and her household would help bring her around. I mean, I mean, there's got to be something. What can we do to help? Is there any Atlanta Scalera shit that can help or not? Eric says yes, and he's saying take it offline because you can go more in depth with her. He said yes, yes definitely. But I do want yes. to say one of your granddaughters is very, very, um, for the word I cannot stand, uh, psychic. Um, but she, I would say intuitive. And you're mm. going to be the one that's going to be supporting her and helping her and saying, mm. yeah, let's get crazy and do read cards and all this other kind of stuff. But I feel because cool. yeah. you're going to be the one to help her. You're going to be the anchor for her. Well, do you yeah. have abilities? Do you have abilities also? Um, I I don't Eric think so. I I sometimes think of things and they happen. And yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, Eric says on them. Eric says on them. Yeah, own that gift. Well, you know, now we have um, a new thing that I'm not offering yet because I'm still, like I say, I can't I can't offer anything to the general public unless that really works. But it's a, a maximum psychic ability. So I'd love to do that for your granddaughter if she wants. Oh. You know, if that uh-huh. happens. But, um, but I, I can't do it if it's not. If it doesn't work, I'm, it's done. Gotcha. Wow. You're special. There's something about you. Anyway, yeah. at Elisa at 
you know, it's E-L-I-S-A, at AtlantisScalar, with the A-R at the end, dot com. And let's talk about what we can do to make things yeah. okay for, for, for the ex-daughter-in-law, grandkids and stuff. Let's, let's start changing things in the right direction. Jesus. Yes. All right. All right. Thanks. I'm, I really am glad you called. I really am. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Linda. Okay. Thanks, Linda. Uh, now, before we take one last call, I, I want to make sure, you know, all three of you share how people can get in touch with you. And then if we have time, we'll take that call that um, that we tried, but it didn't work out. Okay. And now I can't remember which one it was. 215 right there? No. Okay, go ahead. 315. 315. Okay, good. 315 area code. We tried to call you. It didn't work. You're all talking in the background, but it's okay. Go ahead. Denise, you start. Um, you can find me at Denise Ramon, R-A-M-O-N, dot com. And she's a healer and a medium, intuitive medium. Yes. All right, uh, Michelle, she also is a healer and a medium. And she's yes, at... Uh, thehealinghh.art.com which I'll put in the description box but if that's you want right. to add it you can and oh, Alexander we know mm-hmm. you now I've uh, got <laughs> tides of trust and trust. your own of course personal that, um, yeah yeah that's my, my tides of trust is Facebook and you can also yes. personal message me on messenger Helena Alexander alright that's awesome Wait, is it Helene or Helena that you go Helena. By? Yeah, there's an okay, okay, I thought you said Helene. I got all confused, but I'm old, so whatever. All right, <laughs> let's try one person again, but it has a bit quirky. Oh, no, they, they left. Oh, man. Uh, if they only knew they were so close. <laughs> all right, well, maybe this one I already did, 760 area code. Did I already pick you? No. No, I don't think we did 760. No. Ah! Megan, quick. Hello? Hi. You got 90 seconds. Can you hear quick. Me? Hurry. Hurry. Yes. Can you hear yes, me? Yes, I can. Hello. Hi, I'm Danielle from California. Hi, hey, Danielle. Danielle. What you got? I can't Sorry. believe I got on. Um, well, I just wanted to see if my upcoming healing session with Stephanie and Nora will help unblock, will help unblock me energetically. Wait, what's your first name? Danielle. Danielle. Oh, yeah, Danielle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, yes. Does she need the opening energy blocks from, or actually the trifecta from Atlanta Scaler? Or, or is Stephanie enough? She's awesome. Yeah. You know, bring your openness there and just know that whatever's supposed to happen will. And, you um, and Eric says, yes, just bring your open mind. And, um, um, make sure you don't eat anything heavy or sweet before the session. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, wow. Can I help her? Is there any way I can help her, me and Eric? He says, absolutely, Mama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what can we do? God. Oh, God. Okay, go to Atlanta Scaler and contact me. Oh, shit. Okay, bye, everybody. Love you. Love you, Denise. Love, love you. Love you, guys. Thank you so much. Love you all. Thank so you. All right, take care. Bye. I love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 B